Prepare yourself for the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. Today, we're talking about unexpected legends in WWE. Now, I think I've done quite a few of these, and I know I brought up, you know, who will be a legend in the current roster in, in a few years. And I know it was a hard thing to, to kind of wrap my mind around. But what is interesting is looking at the people who uh, have come up in out of the Attitude Era and maybe the era right before that and are legends now that during their you know initial run in the company, you would never have thought that they would be considered a legend. And I'll throw out the first name right now, which is probably going to throw people off edge if you would have told me that you know if i would have went back in time and told young cw while watching you know a monday night raw with jr and and king calling the match and edge and christian came out and i come back and say hey you see the the taller one the the tall goofy one not christian that guy is going to be a WWE legend someday. Young CW would have been like, man, get out of here, old you or old me. <laughs> uh, yeah, back in the day, Edge was not a guy I saw as like a top tier wrestler. Obviously, I mean, he was younger. He was still getting reps. He was still doing things. But I wasn't thinking he was going to be, you know, a future Hall of Famer in the company. But you would think today that he's been you know, a crazy Hall of Famer his entire life. He wasn't. He, I mean, he was part of Edge and Christian, the brood. You know, looking back, those were all great angles, but he never, he never did, you know, anything crazy. He wasn't a body guy. He wasn't, you know, a big moves guy, but he was just consistent. And when he got his push and became, I believe it was a rated R superstar, that's when he really took off. And he had the, the, the weird quasi, you know, meta angle with Lita and Matt Hardy. That kind of put him over quite a bit, and they had a lot of ridiculous matches, but he was such a fantastic heel champion, and he just got so much better on the mic uh, consistently, and then he got injured, right? And everyone knew, you know, that was it for him, and they resigned themselves to that, but when he came back in the 2020 Royal Rumble, and that pop, you heard that pop, you were like, okay, yeah, that dude made an impact, and now, Edge is like, obvious, if he's He's obviously going to be in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, he's one of the greatest uh, performers that they've had in the past, you know, 20 years. That's an amazing feat. And then you kind of roll the clock back to look at his original matches with the Brood and stuff, and you would never, you would never have pinged him. You know, it was just another uh, tag team, another faction in WWF at the time. But now, I mean, out of those three, uh, Gangrel, Christian, and Edge. You would have thought Gangrel would have kept going as like the vampire guy and maybe gotten a bit more play, but no. Edge and Christian took a, uh, took over and then Edge just edged out, <laughs> no pun intended, everybody else. Uh, Christian is another one. I'm, I see Christian becoming a Hall of Famer, but he didn't reach the heights that Edge did. He never held that sort of fan love and honestly, every time I think of Christian, I think of that botched uh, jump over the top rope. Uh, you never live those things down. And, you know, 
that's all I think of when I think of Christian, which sucks because Christian is a fantastic performer, great wrestler. I believe he's in AEW now making things happen over on Dynamite or something. I think he's feuding with Jungle Boy slash Jungle Man. Uh, anyway, another entry, same era, Mark Henry. Mark Henry had one of the weirdest runs for me. His sexual chocolate angle was weird. Mm -hmm. But he was like fun. He was a fun guy. And he was courting all the ladies in the locker room or something like that. He was going after China. At one point he was going after Mae Young. They had a whole thing with the giving birth to the hand. Again, all strange stuff. But that angle in general didn't really move the needle in terms of like making him a legitimate star. They always booked him pretty weakly, even though he was like the world's strongest man. And then someone got the bright idea to be like, hey, let's lean into the fact that he's literally the strongest man in the world. And they made his, uh, you know, aggressive friggin' uh, just monster gimmick where he was just smashing people. And they gave him the title. And then he had one of the best heel runs of all time. Mark Henry solidified his place in the Hall of Fame when they gave him the opportunity to be an interesting character and they gave him the title and him holding that WWE championship just looked right. It just looked legitimate. Of course, the world's strongest man would be WWE champion. Why wouldn't he? He can take out and he can bend pots in half. That was his thing. Just bending pots, moving cars. Listen to any uh, backstage stories about Mark Henry moving buses or you know, moving cars out of the way or doing any feats of strength backstage to either, either entertain or to literally facilitate uh, something happening. It's amazing. So yeah, they made him champ. And yes, it worked. And it wiped clean a lot of the goofiness that they had him doing prior, which, you know, was indicative of the time. They did the same thing to uh, God, um, King Mabel, uh, Viscera. Such a large powerhouse and they just made they they gave him he was the sexual chocolate gimmick for a while he just weird wore big silk robes it was just goofy um but yeah mark henry definitely shattered that nonsense and then went on to become one of the best wwe champions uh and, and a hall of famer again looking back at the time i would have never pegged him as you know a legend in the wwe but here we are and the same goes for Randy Orton, who, you know, is the is the poster boy for consistency within WWE. The man has been around for 20, 30 years, something like that. Crazy, crazy number. He was uh, at one point the youngest WWE champion, but he wasn't anything, you know, crazy. But they were definitely grooming him to be a champ. The same for John Cena. They're kind of in the same boat where they were both kind of being groomed you saw it you saw the company like rallying behind him or behind them especially cena at one point uh after the ruthless aggression stuff um it, it took cena a bit he had to get through the thugonomic stuff but even then he was getting pushed but you really didn't see the machinations until they gave him the title and then cena just blew up he they you saw when they were like all right you're crowned the new hogan you are the face of the company. You are the guy. 
Same for Orton, where they were like, all right, you're going to be part of Evolution, and they literally dubbed him the future, right? It was um, Ric Flair was the past, Triple H was the present, and then I assume Batista and Orton were the future. I always thought it was Orton as the future and Batista as the muscle. They didn't really fit. I don't think Batista fit all that well, but, I mean, it was he was in there. But Orton was definitely the quote-unquote future of the company when they put him in evolution and then he became the future of the company and now he's the past he's he's an old guy and he's trying to get other people over he, he got come on R randy orton got riddle over heavy by just playing into his shtick and being his straight guy and you know enjoying all of his sort of you know laid back nonsense for such a, for the guy who, who they call the Viper to then be teamed up with Riddle and then to make it work, come on. Orton is obviously going to the Hall of Fame one day. Uh, hopefully not anytime soon. I hope we see him come back. The, the what is it, a distance makes the heart grow fonder. We haven't seen him in quite a while. I hope he's healing up well because we need him to come back and face Cena one more time before Cena retires. Um, but yeah, Edge, Cena, Mark Henry, uh, Randy Orton, true upcoming legends that I really didn't see happening during their heyday. Who fits into this model? Who is an unexpected legend within WWE? Let me know in the comments. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to tell a friend or two about the show and let them know that 10 minutes of wrestling is where it's at. And don't you ever forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.